Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. Friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051, 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org, friendshipwithgod.org, or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here is our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. And the intensity turns to joy when he finds it, as he says, and when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he called together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, I have found my sheep which was lost. This is the Zeteo search for that one lost sheep where the shepherd risks his own life to go out and get that one sheep that's lost. It's the intensity of the good shepherd, the Zeteo intensity of the good shepherd, where he's not going to sleep. He's not going to sleep until he brings that one sheep back. You get this feeling of intensity in Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 11, Ezekiel 34, 11, where the Lord speaks about this intensity of search. He says, for thus saith the Lord God, behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. So Zeteo expresses an intensity. And it's this word of intensity, the Zeteo, that the Lord uses to describe this picture of the businessman who's looking for the valuable pearls. And he finds this, as we said, and he finds this goodly pearl and he sells all that he has so he can have it. So who is this businessman that's looking for the pearls? Well, he's a type A businessman. He's intense in his search. He goes from supplier to supplier, pearl supplier to pearl supplier. He's looking for the best pearls. He goes through the pearls that they have to offer, and what he does is he's going through these pearls. He says, no, 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 no. He says, no, no, no. These are not what I'm looking for. Don't you have any other pearls to show me? Don't you have any better ones? And when they don't, he moves on with a greater zeteo, a greater intensity. This pearl businessman is driven. He's just driven. And when he comes to the pearl suppliers, they think, oh, okay, here he is again. He's going to drill us with his eyes. He's so intense over these pearls. And when he leaves the pearl suppliers, they look at their colleagues and say, he's gone. Where's the fire with that guy? Why is he so driven? Why do these pearls have to be so life and death with him? They're only pearls. And pretty soon, he's going around, and he gets a name. He gets a name. He's Mr. Pearlman, you know, just to signify. You know, we have these names among my people, you know, Pearl, Pearlman, Pearlstein. If it's not pearls, it's gold, Goldman, Goldstein. If it's not that, it's silver, silver, Silverman, Silverstein, Ruby. Anyway, we have these names. You know the type? 
Uh, I, I don't know if you know that we have these types among my people, the intense ones. Not that I'm in any way like that. I don't want you to think that. You know. So in Matthew 13, 45, he is the merchant man seeking goodly pearls. You know, it reminds me of my friend, Steve Lowenthal in Pennsylvania. And Steve was always trying to sell me some rare type of human blood, which is important in our business. I remember when I first started talking with him, Steve was so intense on selling me that, that I remember one day when I was in Lakeside, I remember one day that I got off the phone with him and I was so nervous and so upset inside, not upset, but just so wound up that I actually had to go outside, look up at the sky and take a deep breath to recover from Steve. Now that was Steve, Steve Lowenthal. He died of a heart attack 10 years later. Now, this is the way this merchant man seeking goodly pearls was in this parable in Matthew 13, 45. He's a Zeteo. He has a high intensity, he's type A. He's driven in his search for good pearls. He's scouring the field in search of the best pearls. And then it happens with this man. He meets a pearl supplier who shows him pearls and he goes through the routine of, don't you have anything better to show me? Don't you have any other pearls? And this is the day that's so different as this pearl supplier says, yes, yes, I, I do. I have one more pearl, but it's very special. It's very different, and I know how valuable this pearl is, and I know the way you've been trying to run down my prices. I mean, I don't even want to show it to you because I don't think you're going to pay my price. And the merchant man seeking the goodly pearls, he says to him, oh, but you must, I must, I must see it, I must. And then the pearl supplier brings it out. Maybe he brings it out on a black velvet piece of cloth. The merchant man, he's stunned. He's stunned with the beauty of it. He's never seen such a beautiful pearl before, such a wonderful pearl. And he says, I must have that pearl. I must have it. This is the pearl I've been looking for all my life. I'll give everything I have to have that pearl. I'll sell everything I have to get the money with that pearl. And the merchant man says to the pearl supplier, how much? How much? And he tells him the price. It's an enormous price because, you know, the, the, the supplier knows what he's got. I mean, his name is also Mr. Perlman, you know. And the merchant man says, sold, sold. He says, sold, I'll buy it. Hold it for me. Don't sell it to anyone else. I'll go and sell everything I have to get the money to buy that pearl. And so the merchant man goes off. He sells everything he has, and he returns with the money. He buys that pearl. And the merchant man takes that pearl and he says, now I have finally found what I've been looking for my whole life. This is the pearl of great price. I'm now out of the pearl business. He says, my Zeteo search in life has ended today. It's over. I don't have any more money. I don't have anything. I sold everything to get this pearl, but it's okay. It's okay because I got what I was Zeteo searching for in my whole life. I found what I've been looking for. I have the pearl of great price, and I am satisfied. I'll never sell it. I spent my whole life to find it. Now I have it. I'm out of the pearl-seeking business. I'm satisfied. And after describing this Zeteo intensity, Mr. Pearlman, merchant man, the Lord turns to the listeners of this parable, and he says, you've just heard what the kingdom of heaven is like. That's what the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven is like the intensity of this Mr. Pearlman merchantman 
who seeks that one pearl with the drive you crazy in Zeteo intensity. He knows what he's looking for. When he finds it, he has found it. He sells all he's got to get it. He gets it. He's satisfied. And what the Lord was referring to in this elaboration of the word Zeteo was the lost soul who's looking for what will satisfy his soul. He is 100%, this lost soul, is 100% in a Zeteo search for what can wash away my sins, for where can I find a love that will not let me go, for a where is the security to know that I have a home of peace and safety that I can live in forever after I die. Where is this and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever? Where is the help that will be the everlasting arms to support me when I fail? Where is the hope that makes life worth the living and makes death nothing more than a veil into a beauty? Where is the soul satisfaction to fill this awful, gnawing inner hunger that I feel? Where's that soul satisfaction to quench this painful inner thirst that I experience? Where's the peace? Where's the peace from the storm of my inner troubled soul as a sea that cannot rest? He's on so much an Zeteo search in his search. He's searching for love. He might as well be singing the song from Oliver, where is love? Does it fall from skies above? Is it underneath the willow tree that I've been dreaming of? Will I ever know the sweet hello that's meant for me? And he's looking for love. He's looking for love in all the wrong places. He's looking for love among those that wear skirts. And he's so deeply frustrated. He's so deeply unsatisfied. And so this person goes from, through life in an intense Zeteo search. He's looking for that cleansing. He's looking for that love. He's looking for that security for that help, that hope, that satisfaction, that peace. And he looks in relationships, he doesn't find it. And he looks in religions, he doesn't find it. And he looks in his work, he doesn't find it. He looks in wealth, he doesn't find it. He looks in pleasure and parties and and island resorts and sports and hobbies, and he doesn't find it. He looks everywhere with a Zeteo intensity for what his soul is crying out for, and he doesn't find it. And then comes the day, like the man who finds the pearl of great price. He comes to the day that he's lived his life for. He meets the Savior. He finds the Lord Jesus Christ, and he knows, now I have found in the Lord Jesus Christ, finally, the nothing but the blood that can wash away my sins. Revelation 1.5, Jesus Christ who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. In the Lord Jesus Christ, he's finally found that security, as the Lord Jesus said in John 10, 28. John 10, 28, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. In the Lord Jesus Christ, he's finally found that help that he was looking for in Jehovah Jesus, who said, Isaiah 41, 10, Isaiah 41, 10, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. In the Lord Jesus Christ, he finally found the hope 
that he was longing for where he could turn to death with this hope and say the words of 1 Corinthians 15, 55. 1 Corinthians 15, 55. Oh, death, bring it on. Oh, death, where's thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. In the Lord Jesus Christ, he's finally found this soul satisfaction, as the Lord Jesus said in John 6.35, John 6.35, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me or into me shall never thirst. The Lord Jesus Christ has finally given this peace he was looking for, where it says in Romans 5.1, Romans 5.1, that he can have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he hears the, just like the merchant man, the buyer, Mr. Perlman, he hears the words, oh, you want the Lord Jesus Christ as the pearl of great price? Oh, but it will cost you. It's gonna cost you. It will cost, oh, you're Jewish? Oh, it's gonna cost all you have. <laughs> it's gonna cost you your family. It's gonna cost you your, your wife, your children. It's gonna cost you your father and your mother. It's gonna cost you your brothers and your sisters. It's gonna cost your whole family. It's gonna cost you your house, your job, your community, your people, and your possessions. You still want it? You still want him? And you know what he sings? He sings, take the world, but give me Jesus. All his joys are but a name, but his love abideth ever through eternal years the same. Oh, the height and depth of mercy. Oh, the length and breadth of love. Oh, the fullness of redemption, pledge of endless life above. So he holds out the Matthew 13.45 card, and he says, the cost? What cost? I'm the merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. So it's with this intensity of this search that's expressed by the word Zeteo that drove this man to find the Lord Jesus. And for anyone who looks with a Zeteo intensity for, to the Lord Jesus for real cleansing, real security, real help, real hope, real satisfaction, real peace, the promise is, Matthew 7, 7, Zeteo, seek and you shall find. Zeteo, seek in the Lord Jesus, and you will find him to be all your soul has been searching for. And this is the promise of Matthew 7, 7, of seek and you shall find. It's the promise that Jeremiah 29, 13, it's a promise from Jehovah Jesus in Jeremiah 29, 13. You shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. That's Zeteo, but that's Hebrew, so there's no Greek there. But with all your heart expresses it. It's the search from Deuteronomy 4.29, Deuteronomy 4.29, where the Lord said, if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him if thou seek with him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. There's a condition there. That's the Zeteo condition. If Thou seek him with all thy heart, with all thy soul. That's what he meant in Joel 2.12. Joel 2.12. Joel 2.12. Therefore also now, saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart, 
and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. The seeking that the Lord Jesus Christ is referring to in Matthew 7, 7 is a seeking of like blinders that are put on the horse to keep them from being distracted. It's the seeking with a fixated stare at the Lord Jesus. It's the seeking that's being referred to here in Matthew 7, 7 of like having eagle eye, eagle set of eyes, an eagle set of eyes. You know, I love to watch the hawks, the hawks in the valley that soar in these great circles in the sky. My son Joseph told me that 85% of the hawks die because they don't catch anything, so I cheer the hawks on, and, and I say, sorry, rats and rabbits below on the ground, but, but that's what they do. They soar maybe 500 feet above the ground in these very wide, half a mile at least, circles in the sky, and their head is down, and their eyes are so focused that they can probably see the very hairs on the back of the neck of the rat or the rabbits from that height, and the hawk sees nothing else, but he sees, he sees his lunch down there. And so this eagle eye fix that the Lord Jesus is referring to in this detailed search here in, in Matthew 7, 7, and the hawk dives then, and it's the Zeteo seeking of the Lord, not just for the lost, but also for the saved who have to know. They have to really know from God. This was Daniel. Daniel had, had studied the books, and he understood that there was 70 years of this captivity in this foreign land, and he wanted for his people to return to Jerusalem. So it says in Daniel 9.2, Daniel 9.2, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications and fasting and sackcloth and ashes it was as a tale intense seeking the Lord by prayer. It was as a tale intense seeking the Lord by supplications, by fasting. It was as a tale intense search, seeking the Lord with sackcloth and with ashes. And then Daniel found, he found in, in that God's timetable was coming, that the people, the Jewish people, were going to return to Jerusalem. And what had happened there with, with Daniel was that Daniel found the truth of Matthew 7, 7. Seek, and ye shall find. Now, next, the Lord now uses the word knock in Matthew 7, 7. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. So now, now the Lord has just ratcheted up a notch, a little bit higher. He's progressed from ask to zeteo, seek, and now it's Matthew 7, 7, Knock and it shall be opened unto you. No, no. Knock is now a new level of intensity. You can stand at home and, and you can stand there at the door and you can call out, hello, anybody home? And that's like asking in Matthew 7, 7. And then when no one responds, you can um, go to the next level, which is, uh, Tom, are you in there? Okay. Are you home? And that's like the next level of intensity in the zeteo. In the, and then you might think of the first level of ask as like calling out to God. God, you know, as in God, are you there? 
And then you might think like the ask level of Matthew 7, 7. And, and then when there's no answer, you might think of the next level of intensity as calling out to the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, are you there? But then the next level of intensity, it's the knock level. And it's calling out to the Lord Jesus with, uh, Lord Jesus, this is Tom, and I must have you. I'll die without you. My soul yearns for you like a panting deer pants for water. And so this knock is the ultimate level of intensity, where now it's, it's not just the voice that where the call is made for the Lord, but, but now there's this extension of the arm, and there's this knock. Now, there's two ways to knock. There's two ways to knock on a door, and the two, each way sends its own different message to the person inside. The first knock is, or it might be, Nice, gentle, gentleman knock, knock, slowly, gently, and it sends the message of, excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, is this a good time? See, that's the, like that, all right? Now, the second way to knock on the door is like this, like that, all right? And everything falls apart, see? Well, that's what happens, see? Okay. Now, that's the second level, okay. And that level, when that happens, that is sending a message of, I have to speak with you. I have to speak with you now. This is urgent. I'll break this door down with knocking unless you open the door and open it. This is the type of knocking that the Lord is referring to in Matthew 7, 7. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. This is the knocking of, out of my way, I will knock this door down if I have to. I'm coming through. And this is what the Lord referred to when he was talking about the kingdom of heaven when he said in Luke 13, 24, Luke 13, 24, strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. This knocking is, the, is really illustrated by the intense grip that Jacob had for which he was given the name Israel. You wanna know, this is why I tell the Israelis, you wanna know where your name comes from, Israel? It comes from an intense grip, where it says in Genesis 32, 24, Genesis 32, 24, Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, Jacob said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. He said unto him, what's thy name? He said, Jacob. He said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men and hast prevailed. He might as well have said, your name's gonna be Israel because your grip is tight on me. And this is where the name Israel comes from. The name Israel comes from the intensity of Jacob's grip of nothing is gonna get in the way of my blessing that I must have from this Jehovah Jesus for with whom I'm wrestling. And this knocking with this intensity is what Paul was referring to in 1 Corinthians 9, 24. 1 Corinthians 9, 24, where he says, know you not that they which run in a race run all, but one receives the prize. So run. So how are you gonna run if you intend on getting the prize? You're gonna run your legs off. He says, so run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. 
Now they do it to obtain a, a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. Therefore, so run, not as uncertainly, so fight, I, not as one that beateth the air. Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor, here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org, friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org and sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestorationministries.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California, Santee, California, 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org, tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. Or for more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at the Creation and Earth History Museum in Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for the Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. 